Hello guys, I just want to make a quick uh, disclaimer that my dogs do bark multiple times throughout this video mm. and I'm so sorry. Um, so if you are wearing headphones, I would advise to maybe not do that or to turn down the volume because I don't know how loud they got picked up, but it's pretty prominent. And so again, I apologize. Um, we are doing this out of my room. So uh, it's not like we're in like a quiet studio or anything. So I just wanted to let you guys know um, so y'all don't come at me. The shit's real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Planted and Growing. My name is Grace. And I'm Christina. Hello. And today we are going to be discussing the topic of self-confidence. And uh, it's a little bit of an umbrella term and a general kind of wide concept, so we don't really have any specifics but more so just kind of what it means to be confident in yourself and uh, ways that you can achieve that. or Because the thing is that it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. I think it's like a very um, personal journey to find self-confidence and what it means to each individual is probably very different. So um, I did ask my one of my best friends and my boyfriend what it meant to them. And so I feel like it might be a good place to start sure. um, for me to read theirs and then maybe we can go off that and then we can like discuss what we think personally is um, what gives us self-confidence. So um, my friend's name is Mary-Kate. I will leave her information um, in the bio or whatever you're reading. I know. I, I was know to listening say. to our podcast. <laughs> it's a freaking description box and it is show notes. So. Yeah. yeah, description box, whatever. <laughs> all um, of it. The links. Yeah, all the links. So hers is a little lengthy, but um, I appreciated the effort. That oh, she but put we're into leaving it. her link to her uh, uh, to her music because she's yes. a talented woman. Yeah. So um, all of her music is you can reach it or access it through her Instagram. So we'll put her Instagram on there. Sweet. She goes by Devin Sunshine. So if you're like, who the hell's Devin? <laughs> it's Mary Kate, and there who the go. hell's Mary Kate? It's Devin. <laughs> all right. So she said, to me, self-confidence is different than your self-worth. I feel like some people see them as one and the same. Maybe not everybody, but I think you can know your self-worth and love yourself to death and still lack self-confidence. I think self-confidence <laughs> self does come naturally with getting older and learning to accept and love yourself more, but at the same time, it's something that you need to work to achieve. It's the next step after learning to love and accept yourself. It's knowing that some people won't love and accept you the same way you do them or yourself, and that's okay. It's not letting that type of stuff break you or shake your love for yourself or your self-worth. I also think that while self-confidence and self-awareness are different, they also go hand in hand. I think that self-confidence can sometimes go one of two ways. You can become cocky with it or you become confident but still be self-aware and acknowledge when you're at wrong or at fault or being a shitty person. And as far as ways to build it and maintain it, I think finding your passions in life really help. It's of course important to become confident in who you are alone without any outside factors, but at the same time, our passions and the things we love and care about in this life make up so much of who we are. And when we discover those and throw ourselves into that thing we love so much wholeheartedly, self-confidence kind of starts to come naturally because we start to shine so bright through the things we love to do, make, create, be, etc. So that's the episode of Planted uh, <laughs> and Growing for today. <laughs> Thank you, Mary Kate. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? That's so good. She like encapsulated everything. That's right? beautiful. I didn't read the entire thing. I kind of skimmed through it because I wanted it to be like fresh when I read yeah. it. But I was like, oh hell yeah, I love that. That's very authentic yeah, and thorough. Thank definitely. you, Mary Kate. Yeah. And then my boyfriend, uh, his name is CJ. His is a lot shorter, but it's um, after he sent it, he's like, good. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's so you. <laughs> like he's a, he's a pursuing actor and a writer and just a very creative person. And, uh, I don't know. Anyway. So he said self-confidence. Is it not our entire character? The means in which we present our souls to the world without self-confidence, we cannot present ourselves in our glory. Self-confidence to me means as much as my arms and my legs. I would not be anywhere near the person I am today without it. To talk to new people, to put yourself in new situations, to grow as a person, you need that courage and confidence. Definitely. Short to the point. But it's still poetic. Exactly. That's why I love it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, wow, that's... it. I mean, opening the conversation, and Mary-Kate touched on it pretty early on, too, is that it's kind of like a lifelong journey and something that you're con continually exploring. I, I'm sure you can get to a point maybe when you're like, I mean, you see those people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, and they're already like, 
their self-confidence is there. Yeah. They lived their life. Yeah. But, it, I mean, you know, when you're in your 20s and your 30s and trying to figure it out, definitely is something that you're exploring a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I've been, it's, it's, but then when CJ says it's like one of the, it's your life. Right. <laughs> it's like your arms and your legs. And it's true. And so then it's a matter of having to unpack unpack things where you lack self-confidence and how can you, you know, get outside of your comfort zone and, mm-hmm. and say things to people. and Yeah. It's, it's kind of ironic in a sense where the things that you do where you feel the less confidence is where you will find the most confidence at the same time. Like... Um, for me personally, starting school, we had to find an externship, which is essentially an unpaid internship, internship, and this is for massage therapy. So I went to a very high end spa called Burke Williams and, um, you know, never having, never having set foot in there before when I did, I felt very intimidated. I felt very unconfident in myself. I Mm -hmm. felt like I didn't belong there, which is like understandable because I like I said I was just starting my massage therapy school um but once I got the feel of it and once I got good feedback from people I became more confident so through that feeling of intimidation and my lack of self-confidence I ended up finding a lot more strength in myself and confidence not just as a massage therapist as a person and realizing that it doesn't matter where I go or like what the um facility or the establishment or place in general is like I deserve to be there just as much as everybody else Mm -hmm. and it's up to me and how I portray myself that shows to the people around me Mm -hmm. so if I'm going to act like I'm not confident with what I'm doing they're going to see that Mm -hmm. so sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it you know um today I went to an interview for the same place and I felt completely confident because I'd already done my time there and, you know, spent time there to learn the facility, um, which is a good thing. But also I know that if I were to have applied somewhere else, it'd be like that same kind of cycle again, where Mm -hmm. I felt unconfident and, um, unsure because it was new and unfamiliar. But, um, I just think that it's important to put yourself into places where you feel unconfident to find that confidence within you because it's always there. Yeah, that's where the trigger is. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. You just have to find it. I I think that a lot of things we feel like we have to... seek outwardly to find and I do think that outward experiences can definitely shift things into a place but at the end of the day everything that we're seeking especially confidence is already within us it's just our job to remember Mm -hmm. and to find it yeah I I'm the first thing that I thought of where I lack in confidence is actually (laughs) speaking up and saying something yeah so I uh I told myself that I would uh, get on a podcast with you, Grace, and just start talking and kind of, like, just disregard all of those thoughts that are trying to, like, deter me Mm -hmm. from speaking up and saying something. Yeah. So it's actually been, like, a major focus of mine for this entire year Mm -hmm. is to, like, open up my throat chakra. (laughs) But, uh, but... By doing things, by putting myself out there and yeah. doing it regardless of what's going to happen. And, you know, those are like the outside tools that can help leverage you to be successful in other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, ha- I definitely have a difficult time expressing myself. I was actually reflecting on it a little bit more, and I think that when I... And it, I reflected on it with our relationship and how we speak. Like, I find that... You speak a lot faster than I do. I do speak, yeah. <laughs> I talk very fast. <laughs> and I ha- and I, I put a lot of value in people who speak fast because then I'm like, your brain must be going so fast and like it's all coming together really quick. And then I, and then I feel less confident in myself because I'm speaking slower and it's taking me longer to formulate. That's very my interesting. Words. I would have right? never right. Yeah. And then after I unpack it, I'm like, oh, well, that's. It's perfectly fine that I speak slower. Yeah. There's I value mean, in that, too. You, I can't even tell you how many times a day people are like, you need to slow down. Or like, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Please repeat yourself slower. So if anything, it's a good thing to be slow and eloquent and take your time with your words because uh, because I talk fast, I put a lot of fillers in when I have a blank space. So you're I like, say, um, uh. I say like, I say, uh, I stutter a lot. So hey. see, everybody's, everybody's on their own thing. Yeah, I mean, so I just... 
Like, that's something in my self-confidence where I will be more consumed with how it will be received than actually saying it. Mm. And that's not some, that's not a life worth living. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what are the tools that I can use to help build my confidence in this? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, start a, start a podcast. Dude, just not giving a fuck what people think about you is a huge way to excel your self-confidence. Yeah. I've never, like... I don't want to say never, but I, from what I can remember most of my adult life, I've never really cared what people have thought about me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like to make a good impression of myself and introduce myself um, as I am, mm-hmm. and I don't want people to think of me in a way that I'm not, but if they still did, it wouldn't bother me because mm-hmm. I know myself, and that's what matters most. Right. Um, I know that in high school, I never really cared what people thought about me, but at the same time, it was like I was doing things to come off a certain way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So people could still hate, and I'd be like, that's fine, good for them. I, I never got mixed in with it, but I feel like I've always just kind of came off as a genuinely nice caring person so it didn't matter like what I was doing on the outside as long as I was like being true to myself which was being like genuine and nice and whatever then it wouldn't matter what people thought about me because that self-confidence of who I was Mm -hmm. would still be there which I think I've always I feel very grateful to have always had kind of a sense of uh of who I am in certain aspects of like a character um that haven't really changed over the years, but when it comes to like the things that I'm into or what I'm doing or who I'm hanging out with or the music I'm listening to, how I dress, I can't even tell you the amount of phases and <laughs> things that have come and gone so quickly. Like I've lost count at this point. Um, but I think that having that innate self-confidence within me has allowed those phases to come and go instead of getting hung up on them or like chasing after them because they served me some type of identity maybe they did in the moment but i i understand that if it's if it's leaving then it's obviously not meant to be anymore yeah so i think it's important to um for um it's important to have self-confidence to be able to tell the difference um between something that is meant to be and something that's not meant to be whether it be outside within yourself identity things because I mean I feel like I've gone through identity crises like seven times and I'm like not even 24 so I know in high school it was like a huge thing I was like literally who am I (laughs) that's I mean those are that's a really valid point I haven't gotten there mentally yet um but I'm definitely on that journey of just you know I, I am a very kind and considerate person a compassionate person so I don't know why I get so consumed with other people's thoughts or wanting to... Well, it's probably the empathetic nature that you have. You know, it's hard... It's hard to be around people and other people's thoughts and ideas and opinions, specifically with your job, because I feel like a ton of what you hear every day is just people's opinions on the matter. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to be an empath involved in it, and everybody's an empath, but obviously some people's um, empathy is just more present than others so to be constantly surrounded by other people and what they have to say I I can only imagine like how it could weigh you down and especially not just the job itself but what the job does which is caring for the environment and how you have to know what's going on at all times it could be really daunting I feel like because I already struggle with that and I don't even know like 100% of the time what's going on everywhere in the world you know but I'm sure it's like something you have to actively search right yeah I'm so I'm I've been working in social media for like the past five years so it's been difficult in social media for um for uh subject matters that are wanting to like help the earth Mm -hmm. you know so it it's really like invested information too it's not just like I share quotes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to like create a movement and a change. Yeah. And yeah, there's some negativity out there. And, and definitely I'm trying to find the boundaries with my job and, you know, having to like maybe like make a, a transition to make sure that, that my I'm not being so <laughs> empathic. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I knew that was coming at some point. <laughs> Come on. Come on, puppies. Um, not be so empathic that, uh, it overwhelms me, but yeah, I, I read online, I think that water signs are more prone to just absorb Mm. all of it. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this relates. Yeah. Um, 
I'm a, a cancer for anyone who needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be very, very sensitive to the world around me, and it was, oh my God, it was so exhausting. I feel like a lot of the self-growth uh, and like spiritual journey is just exhausting. Yes. We're just like over it. Yeah. Um, I've... I don't know exactly how, but over time, I just feel like my like aura and like my energetic field have become almost impenetrable. Especially being in massage therapy, I cannot let other people's stuff burden me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think burden's the right word. Um, affect me, I should say, because I don't think that other people's problems are burdens. But there's a time and place for that, and I can't. That energy exchange has to be proper. I can't let it totally. affect my work. Um, and then outside of that, I can't let it affect me because I realize that there's only so much that I have control over mm-hmm. and I can send my best wishes and I can do my part and I can send all the love that I have. But at the end of the day, it's not my job to mourn for what's going on with anybody, anything, you know, at any time it's, I've been there and it's just too hard and it takes such a toll on me. And like I, we've talked about uh, about previous topics, just doing your own part and what you think contributes in a small matter and aligning it with who you are as a person. I think that if you can do that, then it makes a lot more of a difference than people think because keeping your energy in place, it affects everyone else around you. Totally. It's the same way that keeping your energy in a low place does as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing that self-confidence comes into is just being confident enough to be, stand up for yourself. Right. against yourself like mm-hmm. look all right bitch i love you and i'm glad that you can like empathize with what's going on but it's not my place you know right. <laughs> <You're> like, bitch <laughs> yeah yeah i love you bitch but geez sometimes you be too much yeah i actually it's funny that we're talking about this because it's uh today was a day was that was lacking in self-confidence for me and uh and part of it is like you know uh and part of it, the lack of self-confidence is also a lack of, oh, hummingbirds outside, how beautiful. <laughs> I just love hummingbirds, so I'm like, thank you, that was a good message. We got a good view going on. I know, right? <laughs> um, part of that is, uh, yeah, my lack of wanting, my lack of being able to express myself and then limiting my expression because of just multiple reasons. Um, but I just wanted to say that outside of like starting a podcast, Other tools that have been really helpful for me has been journaling. Um, I think that I've been turning to it a lot on a daily basis and even on a like a a multiple day basis. Mm -hmm. And I would highly recommend just continuing to do that for myself, but also for others. I think that it's a good way to help express yourself. Mm-hmm. But in addition to this, a new thing that I spoke about on a previous episode is like these audio messages that I've been creating for myself. Yeah. Um, there's been times that, uh, sorry, I was just going off of m- me mentioning it and you guys thinking that I, <laughs> you would know what I'm talking about. But basically I've been doing audio messages for myself where I will talk and like just basically do an audio journal entry. And I'll listen back to it, and there's times where I'll just, like, rant and, like, say things that I want to say. Yeah. And things that I don't necessarily want to say to another person, but I need to say it. Yes. And I also, after I say it and it all comes out of me, then I listen to it. Yeah. So then I can also, you know, continue to process the emotion. And so um, that's been really helpful for me because... There's been times where I've even like vented and said all the things and I maybe probably wouldn't have and then returned to the situation where I would have to say these things to that person and maybe I wouldn't have said those things if I didn't say it out loud an hour or two earlier. Oh yeah, definitely. So that was really powerful for me where I was like, oh, well then it actually came out and I actually said it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So Because it's stirred up by emotion and mm -hmm. the heat of the moment, people always say things that they probably don't mean Mm -hmm. or that they might mean, but there's definitely a better way to put it Mm -hmm. because I think that's important to speak with love at all times, no matter what emotion you're feeling. So same with journaling, whether it's like, well, yeah, whether it's writing or audio or whatever, like saying it and putting it out and then referring back to it later almost always we're like I don't feel that way anymore Mm -hmm. 
Or or you did say it, and you're like, I should say it. Yeah. And yeah, that too. And, and then it actually, it, that's what happened. Is like I I was tr- I would have repressed saying it. Right. And then I was grateful that I actually said it. It was something. almost like practice. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like a practice in my self confidence to actually like say something. Wow. So that's powerful. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. It's a big tool. Yeah. Actually, I was yeah I was just trying to do it like once a day. I was doing it midday, and just today I was like. I just need to keep on doing this. I don't know why I'm trying to, like, give myself rules on it. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, no. Yeah. Then it, it's going. almost like uh, you push yourself away from it because you're like, well, I can only do it at right? this time on this day <laughs> with this, like, format. It's like that it's it's creative. It's, mm-hmm. it's expression. And mm-hmm. expression, there is no fine guidelines to express yourself. And it's going right. to come differently depending on the day. Yeah. So... Um, I just know that it makes me feel a lot better, and I'm like, why am I limiting it? Mm-hmm. So I, I think yeah. I did it, like, three times today. Good. Like, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> no one. It's all for you anyway. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I'm like, I, this is going to be hilarious when I, like, five years from now or 20, 30, 40 years from now, I find these audio messages, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> today was a good day. <laughs> Um, I think that I've also had struggle in some of those areas, too, with speaking up and not wanting to stir the pot and be confrontational. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between being confrontational and just fucking saying how you feel about something. Mm -hmm. Um, If the person's going to take it in any certain way, that's on them. It Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with you. And so I think um, even to this day, that's something that I... I have to work on. Um, thankfully, I don't have a lot of drama in my life, so I, there's not really things that I feel like, oh my god, I, I can't believe she said that. I need to say this. It's not really like that. It's more just like someone won't hear me, or I will feel dismissed, or whatever it may be. And then I was telling Christina before the podcast that I like to reflect back on it myself before speaking to the person about it, because it allows me to see things from my own point of view, and then maybe the other perspectives involved and whatnot but I think speaking up is like practicing speaking up in a loving manner takes a lot of confidence Mm -hmm. and um I know that I'm uh we actually when when I was in school we took a, a a personality test um it was for I don't remember all four of them but dominant was like a type a type of personality um and I scored the lowest on dominance I am the least dominant person I've ever met in my entire life I do like to step forward and put input into things and then be a team leader and like a team player, but I will not in any way or form be like, this is how it's going to be done. You know, I just, I physically, I cannot embody that dominance for the life of me. So I think that, um, having confidence, you don't need to be dominant with confidence because I feel like sometimes people who are the most dominant have the least amount of confidence because Mm -hmm. it's something that they feel is lacking. So then the dominance has to come through in order to uh, make up for that lack of genuine self-confidence. Right. I feel that. I I can see people like that in my life. Oh, God. (laughs) I know. Like, for you to say, I feel like I generally have a drama-free life, but I feel like this year has not been that. Well, it's just your work, right? Yeah. For the most part? And then just, like, just life transitions and stuff, trying Mm -hmm. to, like, push myself to go a a direction and all of that. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I just... And then also I think that something that I need to do is outside of like meditation and mindfulness and all of that I need to you know hit the books I need to kind of get the the tools that are already like out there for people I like I've read a lot of I read a handful of books about mindfulness but I think that that also really helps with you know protecting your aura and having the boundaries and all of that like I think that that is a good place to go is yeah education and learning and having the mindset shift i can't wait till we have a podcast about recommended books oh my <laughs> god i've read so many this year nice oh i fucking love reading man um i wish i made more time for it i think that uh what's helped me um in my self-confidence as of this year was um after reading the um 
Oh my God, I can't. The Four Agreements. I almost Mm -hmm. forgot what it was called. And one of them is uh, don't take anything personally. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such an easy concept to understand, but it's just a hard thing to implement on a day-to-day basis because some people can say some things that are so what seem to be personal because they know you. Uh And so the people, it tends to be the people who love you or who are supposed to love you the most can say the nastiest things to you sometimes, which baffles me because I cannot. But That doesn't correlate in your brain. It doesn't correlate in my brain, right. but Same. some people are so hurt that they, that's the only way that they feel like they can be hurt mm-hmm. is by being mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just, anytime that someone says something to me that doesn't sit right with me, I always have to just like take a moment and be like, okay, I know this has nothing to do with me, although it may seem like it does. And so therefore I have to take a step back and look at it from their perspective and maybe ask, is there something going on other than what's happening with us right now as to why you're being this way or saying these things? And um, I think that it it also takes confidence to take a step back and not let your ego take charge, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really important to... Um, see things from all points of view and I think you have to have like a pretty strong character and a strong personality to in in an opposite way of overbearing kind Mm -hmm. of strong you know what I mean Mm -hmm. just like a secure sense of self to be like okay self-confidence yeah I'm just trying to find other words because like I know that's like what this one's about but I'm just trying to find other ways to say it sorry Um, no don't apologize um but yeah, it's it, it's it's just crazy how many aspects that self-confidence comes into play in our lives and things that we may not even think twice about. But um, referring back to what Mary-Kate had said in that text about um, passions and stuff, I think is like a huge thing because I know that um, working at a cafe, I didn't necessarily feel the best about myself, um, mostly just like again societal like is this what I'm going to be doing for my entire life or like my entire 20s are going to be spent being a cashier at a a cafe you know and then finding massage therapy and then everybody being like right off the bat oh my god you're amazing it's like hell yeah I am like this is my calling like I finally found it and it, it feels so good and then um and I know with her it's her music and stuff and she just literally like last December she got um a program to make music with and she's just been making and making and creating and creating ever since and she's taught herself every everything she knows and I think that's just so amazing and I can see how she's bloomed with her self-confidence and um that's yeah <laughs> I smiled at her right now because the song is called bloom well her album is called bloom. oh yeah 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 so um take a listen to that yeah right uh, she's on uh, all available streaming platforms us so, too yeah us too um but anyway yeah I just think that self-confidence is prevalent in more in more aspects than we think it is and if we um build our self-confidence then we'll start to see it unravel in all these different ways and all these different paths in our life like with relationships with friendships with um our job what we do in our spare time our hobbies even things that we think we're not good at it's like I don't care if I'm not good at it because I still like to do it right that takes a lot of confidence right yeah definitely Mm -hmm. yeah no I think that that I think that, yeah, I agree with the passion thing for sure. I don't know if, I mean, I feel like I have a lot of passion with like content creation um, and like sharing messages where it's improving the livelihood of the inhabitants on the earth. (laughs) Um, And yeah, definitely. And sometimes though, there's going out there and you can have like a lack of self-confidence by putting yourself out there like an interesting balance definitely um but then it's uh it's good always to just go back to just doing it for yourself and not for anybody else Mm -hmm. and I think that that helps with the self-confidence it's like this is this is my life this is my one and if it helps others good that's Mm -hmm. awesome that's just a cherry on top Mm -hmm. for sure um I what about other forms of self lack of self-confidence or how to gain self-confidence in like other parts of our lives I know like something that's helped me actually like going back to whether or not I should speak up and um I'd go back to maybe (laughs) listening to your intuition I think is something that can help with your self-confidence and you know 
having a, a good relationship with what's going on on your emotions on the inside to know whether or not um, whether or not that's coming like a, a thought that's coming from your ego or from your heart and whether or not you should follow it yeah and whether or not you should just go with saying something or not saying something yeah. Um, I think that having a good uh, relationship with your intuition helps with self-confidence as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to guide that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like for me, um, paying attention to my intuition wasn't hard per se, but I would always find my mind to be the winner, I guess oh, I could yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And then you don't find out until after. Like, well, that's why I felt that way. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that thing, but I did. And I think that um, what has given me confidence in the past is learning from those times Mm -hmm. and doing things differently because I know there was like a period in my life not too long ago, actually, where um, it's actually going to be almost three years now. What even is time (laughs) Um, where I was doing things continuously, knowing that they felt wrong to me, but I continued to do them because I felt like I was caught in a cycle and it involved other people that I didn't want to let go of. And therefore I was doing things out of fear and clinging on to instead of fraying and loving Mm -hmm. and therefore it was making me feel like absolute trash and I did not like myself but yet I continued to do it because it was almost like a victim kind of complex I don't really entirely know honestly um all I know is that at the bottom of everything it was all based out of the fear of insert whatever it whatever was going on and um when I finally came out of that it was literally like uh maybe a week where I was like okay it's time to I need to it's time to stop so I did like a 180 and um after I came out of that I could see the things that I was doing and instead of like beating myself up myself up over it I was able to um, gain this confidence from being able to stop and being proud of myself mm-hmm. and then never turning back because mm-hmm. I knew it didn't serve me. Um, and I think that I have gained a lot of confidence in doing what's right for me mm-hmm. and whatever is right, right for me may not be for other people and vice versa. But at the end of the day, it's all about you and what you're doing. And if it's aligning, I always tell people it's, it's thought, word, and action. If those three things can correlate and line up in your own point of view with your own morals and who you are and who you want to be as a person then you can't go wrong right so if i'm like saying something and i'm well i'm thinking about saying something and then i actually do say the thing and then i go forward with whatever it is then i find to feel really good about myself like mm-hmm. having the thought i'm gonna go to the gym today mm-hmm. saying to cj i'm gonna go to the gym today and then going to the gym is a lot different than just being like i think i might go to the gym today and then never doing it right you know and so i feel like um just trusting myself and being accountable gives me a lot of confidence well, too. That's good advice. I mean, I'm already feeling empowered myself. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. It's like you think it, you say it, and you do it. Yeah, All right. Yeah, that's, that's like steps. the one of the main premise of conversations with God. Okay. My favorite book in the world is Thought, Another Word, and Action. Yeah, <laughs> Thought, Word, and Action. It because you, I feel like I've been around so many people who are like I know that this is wrong, and I tell you that it's wrong, but yet I continue to do it, and then mm-hmm. I feel guilty. It's like, well, you know exactly what you need to not do or what you do need to do. So then just do it or don't do it. Whatever. It's true. Yeah. I like it. I don't know what to say. Um, I have something to say. (laughs) So, um, I I was talking, before we, um, like agreed 100% to do this topic, I was telling you about, um, confidence as a physical like Mm -hmm. in the physical sense Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that's the hardest to maintain Mm -hmm. in this day and age at this age which is odd because I don't feel like it necessarily has to do with age I feel like it has to do with the time Mm -hmm. because I know that when I was in high school Instagram was fresh it was new there was no comparisons there was no like feeds of just beautiful tropical vacations and hot girls with nice bodies you know I wasn't like that yet it was raw it was like the the beginning era of YouTube where everyone was just vlogging with a shitty like 240 pixel camera about things that nobody seemed to care about but they they, but yet they would have these like genuine followers that would love like that just genuinely love them right um 
but now everything's so different and everything's so warped and everything's so filtered and everything is just not what meets the eye that it, it's con- it's confusing because mm-hmm. we don't know mm-hmm. um so we only everybody says this but it's like you just get to see like the glamorized parts of people's lives um and i think that some people like just want it to be that way it's not like intentional like this is my life and it's perfect it's like well this is what i want people to see because it's fun and these are the things i like to do and i felt good this day so here it is um but i feel like now well now is in compared to at least the beginning of the year like i feel a lot better about myself physically um but i struggled with it for you know, my 20s, I would say, mm-hmm. was, like, because I was, like, really fit when I first turned 20. Like, I was eating really well. Even though it was before I went vegan, I was exercising, like, almost every single day. Um, I was thin. Not to say that I'm not now, but anyway, um, just throughout my 20s, I feel like I've struggled a lot with self-confidence, the way that I look. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because you would think, like, as you get older, like, it tends to be that people tend to care less, but does that mean that they are more confident within themselves like I don't think so I think it means that they just gotten to a point where they like it's too late now it's acceptance yeah exactly Mm -hmm. or or like settling Mm -hmm. you know um but uh and then also enduring physical um not disabilities but just like things that wouldn't allow me to go to the gym as often as I would like Mm -hmm. um being in pain and stuff like that with the pinched nerve that I had in my neck um, that also gave me like a huge, like, I don't know. I was like, am I really falling apart at 22 years old? Like this right. is ridiculous. And so that really affected me, um, too, but I don't really know exactly where I was going with this, but I just know that physical confidence and confidence as a person don't always coincide and they don't always exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're both their own separate journeys. And I think that for me, at least I'm very confident with who I am, but mm-hmm. there's some days where I wish I looked like a different person or like I compare myself to whatever because it's so readily available. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to clear up my feet as much as I can, but even people that I know and like people that I genuinely like, I'm just like, damn, it must be nice. <laughs> and then they're over here like, damn, I hate the way that I look. So it's like, what what do we have to like do or what kind of what point do we have to get to where we can all just be satisfied with what we have and how we look because there's someone somewhere else wishing that they were you mm-hmm. even if it's just physically you know mm-hmm. no it's definitely I feel like it's definitely a journey I think that um I think that as as time goes on in your life you do have less um less value in that for sure everyone's losing their looks constantly (laughs) and so I think that um when we were preparing for this episode I was mostly trying and kind of like that's where I go with my mindset with um body confidence is that I want to love this body as much as possible and so I don't even try and get my brain to go that direction um But it comes from, I think one of the big tools that helped me get to that place was yoga. Um, And when you're doing yoga, and especially like yoga with Adrienne, because she she promotes like a lot of self-love and a lot of body love. And so where you like have your legs out in front of you, and it's something that I'm not really wanting to look at, but then you're just sending love to it. And it really can help change your mindset. And I think that you know, as a person who, you know, you were exercising a lot frequently and then weren't exercising as much. And I feel like, like I've had those periods too. And when you find yourself in a period of not exercising as much, I think that if it was a part of your lifestyle before, it can come back to you, you know, and just have, be trusting that it would. But I think that when, um, when we are doing exercise or any type of body movement on a consistent basis, then it just kind of like come like that energy starts to just come out of you that mm-hmm. like you're shaking it all off and then that you could like be really appreciative that your body can do something. Exactly. Yeah. Like throwing gratitude at the fact that you can even fucking walk down the stairs, mm-hmm. I think shifts your perspective immediately to be like, I may not be hundred percent always satisfied with how it looks, but, but I'm grateful it. that I have it and mm-hmm. that it works because mm-hmm. 
I think that puts us like at a bigger advantage than a lot of people because some people can't physically do anything on their own. There is this channel on YouTube called Special Books by Special Kids, and it's one of my favorite YouTube channels because they bring on people with any kind of um, difference, mm-hmm. and I don't even want to say disability because it's not always a disability. Like, they have people with, like, schizophrenia, with depression, anxiety, chronic illness, whether it's physical, mental, um, emotional, whatever it may be, just, like, this entire spectrum of all these different people, and it's always the ones who you would look at and think, wow, I feel bad for them, who are the most appreciative and mm-hmm. grateful for not just how they are, who they are, but the the position that they're in, mm-hmm. and I think if that can't, like, change your perspective, then you, I don't know, you mm, <laughs> you need some help. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But it's really important to, I think, throw gratitude at things that you aren't feeling the best about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, like I look in the mirror and I can find a million things that are wrong. And I do air quotes because that's such bullshit half the time anyway, that are wrong with me. But I can still send love and be grateful for them. And then I think that not only like helps your self-confidence bloom but your Mm self-love because like also like mary kate said those aren't always one and the same either self-love and self-confidence you know like i love myself but i don't always love the way that i look you know Mm -hmm. that's i feel like that's kind of applicable to most people Mm -hmm. um especially women but also men too and that's another thing is like i feel like men like people don't really think about um like the things that men have to deal with when it comes because i'm sure they see the same shit on instagram like oh there's that fucking bodybuilder again or whatever and i know that the people close to me have expressed that they don't feel like as masculine as they should or they have they have braces and they like hate them and they Mm want to get them off because they're like in their mid-20s and i'm just like if you can't change your situation change your perspective amen Amen. <laughs> Amen. In everything in life, you can't change a situation, change your perspective, and yeah. that's all you can do. It's just, I feel like that's, a, a gratitude was a big tool for me to learn, and that it's just like, as worked up as I can get about stuff, or how upset I can get at myself for not doing the things that I want to do, well, I should be grateful that I have the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. So. 100%. Um, and I think... Like, getting older and realizing that there are some things when it comes to being, like, in a physical manner that you may not be able to change. Like, the way that your fat gets distributed. Mm -hmm. I have no control over that. I can control what I eat all damn day long, but guess what? I'm still going to have, like, a little bit of a belly because that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. It's A lot of it is also genetics. And, um... I've kind of just, this year especially, just kind of accepted that I will never look the way that I did <clears throat> even a year ago, mm-hmm. let alone two years ago, let alone three years ago. Right. And it's best to stop looking at those things and triggering myself to feel like I should or that I could because I probably can't. No matter what I do, I may, I will never look exactly the same as I did in any given point in time in the past. That's true. So I might as well continue just to move forward and try... Um, to not change the way that I look, but change the way that I feel. Mm -hmm. Because that was my intention in going to the gym was changing the way I look because I didn't like it versus going to the gym to uh, increase my self-love and my self-confidence by making myself stronger and doing it to release stagnant energy and doing it to feel good and to sweat and to move. It was just, I don't like this. It's time to change it. And that can be acceptable to a certain point, but if that's the only intention you have, you probably won't see results because, I don't know, your body knows better than that, you know? Yeah, totally. So if you're going to hate me, I'm not going to just change overnight for you. Mm-hmm. You have to love me first, no matter what you look like, and then we can start making progress. Totally. And so I feel like that's a huge thing for me this year. It's like, you know what? My hips are like the biggest they've ever been, but guess what? I have an hourglass uh, shape and I'm fucking grateful for that because mm-hmm. that's hot mm-hmm. and not a lot of, not everybody does. So I should be grateful for that because mm-hmm. when I do rare, like when I do like the rare like selfie on Instagram where I'm like in my underwear or like whatever, and you can see like my actual torso, people are like, holy shit, you have a nice body. And, and like, it kind of like takes me aback. I'm like, wait, what? But then I'm like, you know what? I do. Thank right. you for noticing. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. I feel like the lack of, uh, feel like I've always been like a tall thin person 
So I don't really, I had, I've had a long period of time in my, my life where I was just really athletic and constantly moving. And so I didn't have like a lot of weight stick on me, but then I stopped doing that and then it did happen. And so I, 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 I know, I think we all know what it feels like to like have a period of time when you're exercising consistently and feeling good about your body and then you stop and then, and then you know, like the, the, fe- the bad feelings that you're feeling about your body isn't necessarily just because you're being sedentary. It's because your mind isn't, um, your mind is also getting clouded too. Uh-huh. Like everything yeah. is getting clouded with the yeah. lack of movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just a matter of, you know, just, uh, knowing that you're going to feel better doing it than you would like beating yourself up for not doing it. Yeah. And even if you do it for like a week straight, like you may not, you probably won't see results physically, but you probably will mentally. Right. And so that's kind of like my mindset shift with exercise is just like doing it from a, <laughs> a mental perspective, not even from like yeah. a body perspective. Yeah. Um, exactly. but yeah, no, I've had my like fair share of acne and, you know, that also can help or not help, <laughs> not, not help, help. <laughs> not help your confidence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's def- and you know, like I was saying at the beginning, it's like, as you age, it's just, yeah, it definitely just becomes less important. And, mm-hmm. and like you were saying, like, it's, we're all going to continue to look different constantly. Yeah. I'm looking at a lot of like the the office did you watch the office i don't well the, all of those characters are probably like all of those actors are 10 years older than they were yeah or all of the actors from friends and stuff oh yeah all of them look different yeah now. of course and it's like you can see that happening to people it's gonna happen to you yeah <laughs> i can't believe my dogs are really going off like this right now it's just rude it's because no one's home and they have nothing else to do um, They're but, lacking self-confidence. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're going off. Um, I think it's really important not to hold too much confidence in the way you look. Mm-hmm. It's important to feel good about how you look, but just know that it's hard to place anything. Um, oh, my God, what is it? There's this quote in that book right behind you, the mm-hmm. Be Here Now book, that mm-hmm. says, like, don't place, like, uh I want to find it. It's something about not holding on, holding a certain feeling over something that is one day going to eventually perish. Mm-hmm. Um, something about moth and rust. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know the quote exactly. We'll, we'll put the quote in the description box slash notes. Yes. Thank you. We will. We totally will. Um, I should just memorize it because I want to come back to it all the time. You should but tattoo it on your body then. I'm going to get it right on my chest. It's going to be a fat chest piece. Um, but... Yeah, that it's it's just true because a lot of the people who care the most about how they look, like I'm sorry, but in ten years it's probably gonna be hard. And you know, but having confidence in the way that you look, even if like, like, uh, what is it? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. And then you can have your inner beauty shine out, and then you become even more beautiful because you're finding yourself more confident within yourself, and then your outer beauty becomes it, more it shines. Yeah, shines through shines more. Through more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would encourage that, too, like having the journey of, you know, like loving yourself on the inside to love yourself on the outside, because it's definitely, I think, something that was happening for me in the last few years where, you know, I'm doing my yoga and actually like loving my legs, even though yeah. it's they're full of cellulite. Oh, stop. Oh, my God. I've always thought that you've had a banging body, so I don't even know what you're talking about. And see, that's the thing. is like our perspective is so skewed mm-hmm. and that we, we hold so much importance on these, like, very insignificant things that most people can't even tell the difference. Like, for me, um, like, when we first met, I know for sure my cheeks were not this chubby. And I, don't, I say chubby very lightly because even then, like, they're not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I've noticed that they've changed shape. And if, if that's a place where my fat likes to get stored, than so be it guess what I fucking love to eat I love <laughs> I love food so am I going to starve myself and get upset over it or am I going to continue to just be mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. it's it's so in- insignificant and it's something that I don't think anybody in my life even remotely notices nope, but notice. when I look at pictures I'm like oh shit I look like I gained 10 pounds and guess what I probably fucking have because it's been almost four years that I've known you mm-hmm. so whatever Suck my ass. Me and myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
not not you guys. Nobody, but it's me and myself. I yeah. just want to let y'all know. Just that's like my negative thoughts. Just just go away. It's not important. My cheeks are fine. We're unearthing things right now. <laughs> I guess I have some issues to do with involving my cheeks. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. I don't know. My lower ones are pretty popping right now. I'm not going to lie. So it's just my face ones. <laughs> I can't. Uh, oh, we've been talking for 45 minutes. Good. I know. Anything else? Um, hmm, see if I can find something like real witty to say real quick. Um... I believe that self-confidence can come in many different ways, shapes, and forms. And if something gives you confidence, it, like, fuck what people think. Right. As long as it's not hurting other people or yourself, I mean, unless you're into that, um, then to each their own. And I think that some things that give people confidence... um, I think everything that gives people confidence should be shared because there's always somebody out there that's going to share the same... Uh, idea and the same love for that thing too and so um, I think that building self-confidence is a journey just as everything else is and that it's going to come and it's going to go and it's going to feel harder on some days to feel confident in yourself than others but as long as your your thoughts words and actions Mm. are all in alignment then I think that's where self-confidence tends to flourish the Mm -hmm. most Definitely. At least for me personally. And I don't really see how it could go. Um, it definitely starts with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then, and yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I guess I've, I've worked on my thoughts, and now I'm working on my words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I will work on my actions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, there's a lot of tools in the toolbox to, like, get to self-confidence. Um, but it definitely starts in your mind, I think, or... Not necessarily, like, your ego mind, but, mm-hmm. like, listening to a kind mind, you know? Mm-hmm. One that, you're, when you're speaking to yourself from your heart, when you're loving yourself, and then it'll, it'll go from there. Yeah. Um, I am affirmations have helped me a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Just affirming myself of things that I already know, or maybe things I don't necessarily feel like in that moment, but I know they're true. Right. Like, I am beautiful no matter what, and nobody mm-hmm. can tell me otherwise, even myself. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how I'm looking. Mm-hmm. The beauty does not always come from with, without. It's within. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Same here. Okay, well, mm-hmm. uh, tune in for next week when we talk about whatever we talk about, because we don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye. bye.